Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, ah. Chaim Weitzner says that Yeshua Elchanan, an MDY participant, got married last night in the Five Towns. Check out these T-shirts that he gave out at the wedding. Nidarim 29. That's when he got married. He didn't get married on November 23rd. He got married on Nidarim 29. I love it. By special request, the band Zaltz saying it's Kishmak to do da for several minutes. Also, the Hassan's friend made shtick that included that he's an MD wire and which staff he was married on. They, they knew what's important to the guy. I want to see somebody walk, walking in, <laughs> walking out to the chuppah. <laughs> I'm a real empty wire. <laughs> yeah. No, holding on, instead of holding on to this kala, he's holding on to the Gemara. <laughs> yeah, now Thanks for sending me the charts. Listen to this, Rabbi Isai. Giving a rice a shear. He gives a shear of the Amad Yoimi. I use them almost every day. You are my inspiration. You teach the way I would have wanted to be taught. Thanks, Ari Katzman. This is a big, big simchat. The bris of Tani Pollock's son, the one who lost his two-year-old suddenly this year. Oh, wow. Um, I just noticed this now. There's eight-minute daf something on the table. If you look closely. Oh, that means the Peretz Chaim Levin is here at the bris. That's all it means. Wow. Seriously. That's a little bit much, parents. And this, Raboy size Jeff Rosner's son, who's just nifted this week. Look how cute he is. This is in uh, Eretz Rishid, I believe, no? It's a great place. If you come to Eretz Yisrael, it's a great place to visit. And he wrote us a very, very long email. It says like this, I would want to thank the island for the support, voicemails, texts, phone calls, emails, and visits. I was sitting down to write this, Shlemy Klein from Crown Heights. Once again, he shows up, Shlemy Klein. Like the first time, the first shiva. He came to drop off a fruit platter, sit with me, and then drive back to New York. I don't know what the distance is, but it's not close. It's unbelievable. What? Two hours? Four hours? From Crown Heights to Philadelphia. Three and a half, four hours. Each way. Wow. Shlaim Klein. And this is a guy that's up the whole night. Understand? This is not, he works all night, Shlaim Klein. That's his job, his business. It's unbelievable the amount that Tfilah's learning in Chesed. That's Chesed. Driving four hour, eight hour drive. To be Menachem unbelievable. That were done and continue to be done in this chos. Another person, Matis Kos, wrote to me that his 14 year old, listen to this, Matis Kos is 14 year old, you know the Hasidisha kid that sat here the other day? 14 year old spent his own money to sponsor a three hour learning seder in a school for my son. I wanted to share a little about my son, attach some photos. He's in the middle of the first photo. His middle name is Simcha. He has a lot of Simcha in his life. Da da da. A sweet boy, I had challenges. He had a great smile, sometimes mischievous. Wacky sense of humor. We found him a great yeshiva. And Baruch Hashem, we were able to spend a beautiful Shabbos in November before he got sick. So you never know. You got to spend more time with the kids. I came to find out that he was also the bravest person, despite being mostly paralyzed, but fully cognitively aware of what was happening to him, despite biopsy, other surgery, multiple intubations, extubations, radiations, feeding tubes, wound issues, eye issues. He never lost a sense of humor and would still laugh at jokes if they were funny. And he wasn't angry at what happened to him. Sad, yes, but not angry. 
He was only in this world for 16 years, but he accomplished way more than... <laughs> he helped us in Havetz Hashem. And now, as for now, when people want to know what they can do, only, the only thing I can think of is if anyone wants to take on something five minutes of extra learning, refraining from Lashon Hara for set times, coming on time for davening, saying a tefillah with more kavana, extra tzedakah, saying some extra tehillim each day, letting go of anger at someone. This goes on and on. And is based on wherever a particular person is holding. As long as more good is being done in the world, it brings in the Chama, brings us in the Chama, bring the world close to the Mashiach so I can see him again. Wow. Again, thanks so much to Rebellion Dailam, and I hope to meet a lot more of you in person. Happy occasions. I'm thinking of trying to make it to Miami. See him. We had so many happy times in South Florida before he got sick. One thing he talked about a lot on break before he got sick was Zalmi Burger. For some restaurant in Miami area, still not sure what it is. Jeff. Here he is, Jeff and his son again. Unbelievable. You should have an acham, you should have an achama. Um, we gotta start moving here. I recently joined MDY. I'm reading this because this is very important to me. I had an interview with Moment magazine. It's a Christian magazine. They wrote a beautiful article. And I thought that it was in vain. But here's at least one person. I joined after reading your interview in Moment magazine. So just for him, it was worth it. Shkoyak for sending in this email. I always enjoyed learning, but it was hard for me to stay consistent. I checked out the shir just to see what it's all about. Because the daily ever, the shir literally changed my day. I started a job. My day is not always rewarding. The shir is something I look, always look forward to. You make the Gemara so alive and exciting. I got the free Gemara and keep it in my car to review the shir during work. I'm proud to be part of MDY family. Thank you so much. May Hashem give you koyak to continue to bring Tari Talmud, anonymous from Borough Park. Rabboisai, the coil sponsor, Lilunishmas. Well, we'll do one more day. Chayabas Yosef. The coil. May we always be able to support Torah. May the Torah protect us from any harm. The Mesechta, sponsored. And the Parnas HaChoydish, last day for Jeff Rasner. Lilunishmas, his son, Yosef Simcha, Chaim, Zechorin, Lebracha, Ben, Yibal, Chaim, Shlomi, Yehuda. And Dr. Avram Epstein and Mary, my dear departed loved ones, including my recent young Yiskars. Get ready to say your names, guys. Gedalia Waldman. Did I say this? No. Third sponsor of the month. Lili Nishmas Chayir Ben Moshe. Lili Nishmas B'Tzalel Ben Moshe. Gedalia Waldman. Sponsor of the day. Mazel Tov to Arya Waldman on his Bar Mitzvah this week. An MDY Daffer since Megillah. Bar Mitzvah boy. MDY Daffer since Megillah. We have another Bar Mitzvah boy here. Mazel Tov to Naftali Tzvi Greenman. You the son. Dalila Torah, Boisai. It's Shabbos morning by Rabbi Magrola. Shari Tfila, 8 a.m. Shachris. If you don't know where that is, it's under Pnei Shmuel. If you don't know where Pnei Shmuel is, get out of here. <laughs> but this kid is doing the daf, not, uh, not, not Greenman, this Arya Waldman. Maybe Greenman also, I don't know. Since Megillah, beautiful. Lili Nishmas, over a year. Lili Nishmas, but the CEO Yaakov ben Shmaryo on his 11th yard side. A huge Mazel Tov to my in-laws. Yaakov and Silka Steinmetz, Mechutonim of Yisrael and Bela Elbrin. The first great-granddaughter. The first great-grandkid is my great-nephew, Naftali. This is the great-granddaughter. From my brother, Rafal and Chani Stefanski, Yishkoyach for the sponsorship. The first month of our art is sponsored by Rabbi Anonymous from Lakewood and Schos for Shiduchim for his nieces 
Rabbi, so real quickly, what is your name, Tzadik? Josh Brody. Oh, yeah, Josh Brody. Shkoyach, Shalom Aleichem. You're not a guest. <laughs> You're hiding over here. You didn't shave. For Shkoyach, didn't shave. What's the big announcement? Miami. The link is about to go live. Yeah. Before it's already going live, it's probably sold out five to eight hundred people. So just five to eight hundred people. Should know that. How, what are you? You're making out. stuff up no, now. I'm telling you. I just spoke to Michael Benchitri. Okay. Yeah. I also spoke to him. Yesterday was three hundred. How did he come eight five eight? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're kidding. Kidding. He didn't tell me any numbers. Wow. That's that'll be that'll be amazing. Okay. What's your name, Tadik? Jake Manis. Jake Manis from son-in-law. Oh yeah, we, we met also. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I probably met you too. You actually did. I did. We did. What's your name? What's your name? You haven't been here longer than this guy. What's your... What? Joe Sharp and your son. Sharp from Boca. That's right, Boca. You just told me a minute ago. What? Back left. We have our tzaddikim, the, the uh, Rabbi Weiss, Nisano, right? Nisano, Nathan. Well, I don't know. How do you? What's your Yiddish name? Nisano. Sano Weiss gave a speech in Bellworks. And he said, oh, he said that he started on a Friday, like today, in the rain. He didn't say the rain part. And he said it's the hardest day to start of the week, but you start. And here he is. He's going stark. From White Cotton, stark. And he's doing other messages as well. And he slept along a friend who doesn't want to be mentioned. Fine, we won't talk about him. Shkoyach friend for coming along. We're starting, today's Daf Lamed Aleph, 30 Daf into Nadarim, but we just, let's do the two last lines because we did it quick. So let's just go back to this chart real quickly. If a person made a net there on Noiladim, Noiladim again is counterintuitive, Noiladim means those who weren't born yet. I'm not going to benefit from any kid that wasn't born yet. So, Yishkoyach, Gary, for doing what you're doing, because I don't need to see what's up. Yeah, thank you. So, <clears throat> it, it also includes kids that are already alive. Why? But he only said kids that aren't born yet. Why does it include kids that are already alive? It says the Gemara, because it says, What he meant to say is, it says in the Mishnah, it means all human beings. I mean, those who aren't born. He means... Creatures that are born. Now, what creatures are not included in this? They are not born. They hatch from an egg like this. Although, in this picture, it looks like human being does hatch from an egg. That's a Shailan Yoshi. I don't know. We have to speak to him. What? A snake does hatch from eggs. Right. How come it's not included? Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, that's why I put a snake here. Right. Look. Well, they should say yeah. the for you to ask the question. Okay. No, there's a, in the Gemara it says sometimes that the snake actually gives birth. So we had a shot. That's how we know it. But the Gemara says that snakes, so we said some snakes, yes, yeah, so seven years a snake is a pre- you remember You don't remember the Gemara. Okay. But it just means snakes that hatch should be included in or not included in his nether. Says the official Mishnah sponsored is Chos of if a person makes a nether, they won't benefit from any, anybody that rests on Shabbos, that keeps Shabbos. Asr be Yisrael, v'asr be Kusim. So he's obviously asr in any Jew, but he's also asr in Kusim. A Kusi is a very famous machlokes in the Gemara. Are the Geri Arayas or Geri Emes? Do they become Gerim because of the lines or because they really mean to be Gerim? One thing we know is that they keep some things and some of the stuff that they keep, they're very, very makbinah. So a, a, a kusi, he keeps Shabbos, 
So therefore, included in his nether, he can't benefit from a kusi. What if he says, me shum? So, what's very interesting is, Tyson brings, there's a xera of Ezra, that everybody should eat garlic on Friday, or Friday night. <coughs> Erev Shabbos, Shabbos, because garlic increases zera, and Tamid Chachamim, their oina is Friday night. So, the Tosis Yantav asks, if that's, so he made a nether, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to benefit from anybody that eats garlic. So he's referring to Jews. He's also referring to kusim. Here we have a picture, if anybody wants to see, there's a, a kusi eating garlic. This is actually based on a picture. Um, today, in Eretz Yisrael, in, in the, the cult Shemronim, they live in Hargrizim. There's a whole cult of these people that consider themselves kusim. And they actually talk about, somebody told me, I didn't have time and I didn't look it up, but if you find it, I'll be curious to see that there's a video of them saying that they eat garlic and they do this and they keep, they keep certain things. And they, they don't believe in harabais, but they believe in hargrizim. Okay. Tosiyana just asks, if it's such a mitzvah to eat garlic, and Ezra says to eat garlic, so how come the Raman doesn't bring down la'alacha? So he says, because the Rabbi Menachos Deus says that you shouldn't eat garlic. Garlic is not good for you. But others argue and they say, what do you mean? The Rabbi is talking about uncooked garlic. But cooked garlic, this. The Vilna Gaon holds that everybody should eat garlic. Because as any other halach and gemara, it's a takanas chachamim that we don't know the reasons. They tell you one thing, it's it's Laharboy Zera, Shom Aleichem, Rebaran Hershom Lakewood, come in. <clears throat> I hope you brought me another iPad because the one that you got me broke. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I want another gift. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> so, another gross is here, Givaldic. Everybody's here. Come on in. So, you hear what the guy says, like, for instance, when we had that you shouldn't drink from wine that's magula because maybe a snake comes and inserts its venom. So some say, oh, today we don't have snakes in our house, so there's no problem. Says the Vilna no, you didn't understand. Chacham say one reason, there's many other reasons that we, we're not familiar with. And just because we don't have snakes, you shouldn't drink magula. He says, just because you're not married doesn't mean that you don't eat shum. Everybody eats shum, everybody eats garlic. It's nothing to do with being married. It's just one reason. The Mishnabura says it's a mitzvah to eat garlic on Friday night. Just a mitzvah. Okay? Now I'm going to go to the seal. The guy's going to come over to me. Because of you, I eat garlic. I don't do anything, but because of you, I eat garlic. Fine. Yishmak. It happens to me that there's a lot of Hasidim that eat garlic, but they mix it in their food. They don't eat it straight out. Maybe because of this Rambam. I don't know exactly why. Okay? Garlic dip. What? Garlic dip. Yeah, it's all good. Garlic dip. Very good. Yeah, there are people. The, 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 no, this just like a Litvak when he, he doesn't he doesn't believe in tikkun. He doesn't do uh, he doesn't bring a tikkun on his on his parents' yard side. But if the cake is there on the table, he fresses it like crazy. He's very makdid. So the kusim also the same thing. Maybe I don't. I'm just saying it was good food. Who doesn't like good garlic? Besides, you know the story with my shver, right? My shver. There's one food he hates garlic. Hates garlic. The first week. That we moved to Chicago after our chasm, it was like three weeks after our wedding. My wife invited her parents. For some genius reason, she decided to make garlic chicken. 
My shver hates garlic. And it said you should put one clove of garlic. So she took the entire garlic and put it in the, she didn't know how to cook. She didn't know how clove means one. She took the entire thing and she put it in and my shver is eating the chicken. He goes, wow, this is the most delicious chicken I have ever had. And he ate the entire thing till the end. Sadik of a yid, mamish, oh, yeah, shver. Because maybe somebody's going to tell him that that's why he said it, so I have to, yeah, be careful. Says the, says the Mishnah. So if a guy says, he's including everybody. What about for those who go up to Yerushalayim? So you look at this picture over here, there's all Yoshi. A Kusi goes to Hargrizim, a Jew goes to Yerushalayim. So when he says, he does not mean a Kusi, he means only Jews. Could be Kusim are Jews, whatever, whatever way you go, but they're still Kusim. Kusim that are Jews. Says the Gemara, what does it mean? He rested on Shabbos. It means somebody keeps Shabbos. What if a guy keeps Shabbos? A guy decides to keep Shabbos. So maybe he's also included in his nether. It means what HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded. He only commanded the Yidin. Why are you mutter nakusi? Once a kusi becomes a ger, and now the Gemara is holding that the ger is he's chayivim kula just like a yid. So he has shabbos just like you. Why is his neder? Why doesn't it apply to a kusi? Because there's two things going on here. First of all, he has to be commanded. Second of all, he has to keep it. So just because he commanded. So it would come out, I just, I'm thinking now out loud, what about a non-affiliated Jew? He's commanded, but he doesn't keep it. He most likely won't be in his nether. Listen, it goes by Lishon of the how people speak. He didn't include, he kept people that keep Shabbos. The two first parts of the Mishnah, which are Shabbos and Shum, the Takana Sezra. Yisrael and the Kuzim both have a command to keep Shabbos and, and Shum. If they keep Shabbos or they even eat garlic on Friday night, they do it, but they're not mechuyev to. But Yerushalayim, to go up to Yerushalayim, Yisrael, Mitzvim, Vaisim. Kosh Baruch commanded you have to go up to Yerushalayim, Bahar Bayis, Beisam Migdash, three times a year on Yantar. Kusim, Mitzvim, Vayinam, Vaisim. Okay, you need both. In order to be included in the nether, you need both. The official Mishnah. Sponsored in schos, we continue aslach and leave it What are we? If we think about it, what are we? We all come from Noyach. Noyach was the only person alive, and from him, the all of Klai Yisrael. What's that? You have a Noyach song. Noyach was a big tzaddik. Noyach is a big tzaddik. Noyach is a big tzaddik. Oi, from Miss Kemalantu. Okay, zog the Gemara. Kodeshen inelav neNoyach. I'm not going to have any honor from the children of Noyach. Are you included? You, you get. Are you included? Mutabi Yisrael va'asabayv dikechavim. Jew is not included. His neder doesn't involve Yidin. But all goyim are bnei noyach. Why? As the Gemara of Yisrael minafik bechlal bnei noyach. Why? We all are descendants of noyach. 
says the Gemara, even the Igdash Avram is Kirashmei. Avram is the first Yid. So there was a stop, there was a break. We are Bnei Avram Avinu. I once heard a Pshat, I don't know who says it, that that's why the Aves were Akarim. They couldn't have children because naturally, Alidei Teva, there was a break. And then Alpines, they had children, so that's like a new start, Kilo. Okay. What about the Imais? I want to show you something beautiful here. It's a Maridik and Musa Haskell. Do you know that Haran, Haran, he was debating whether he should go with Avram Avinu in Orkazdim or against him. So he said, let me check it out. Let me see what happens. If he survives the fire, I'll become, I'll go with him. I'll believe in Akash Baruch. If not, I'll go against him. So when Avram Avinu came out of Urkazdim, he said, okay, I'm going with him. And then he jumped into the fire. And what happened to him? He died. So the question is, you know, Kilu, like, that, that's the schar. He, he went and he, he sacrificed himself. Mamish, Al-Kiddush Hashem. And he just burnt. You know what the answer is? Here's the answer. And this, I'm just saying this because of, we, we have the Ovis here talking about the Imois for a second. I want to show you this beautiful chart that I asked Yoshi to do, and this is what he did. Terach had Haran. Haran is Avram's brother. Check this out. You're not going to believe this. The bottom line of this chart is, look who came out of Haran, who's burnt to a crisp in Urkazim. You'll say, because this is a Yisoyed in life. Like, I don't understand Hashem. How come this one died? How come this thing happened? It's, it's, it's terrible. He died. You're right. But look what happened. Haran had Sarah. So she's one of the Imais, right? Haran also had light. Look what happens from light. Light has Amun Amayev. Haran also had Milka, who had Besuel. Who did Besuel have? Rivka. So it comes out that Haran had Rivka. Haran had Sarah. Haran also had Rachel and Leah. And the two, <coughs> Bil and Zilpa, which also, according to Lavan. From light, you have Rus and Nama, which is Nama's uh, Shlema Melech's wife. So all rest of Israel. But Rus also, Dabra Melech, everybody came out of Haran. At the end of the day, Haran was Zaycha, that all the Imais, you see the four pinks. It was Terah. Why are you Maybe it's all the Rishon. Yeah. Shemish says that Haran, the reason he had to die was because people thought that he was a, he was a person who knew magic. Mm-hmm. He was able to save Abram Avinu with his magic. Right. So, people shouldn't think that that's what happened. Yep, I hear. Very nice. Zog Gemara. All that was worth it just for this. Gary's line. Yeah, that was a good line. Yeah. Good point. But we're not learning Chumash now. It was just a... Says the Gemara. Right. You know what? It's one real... It's pre- I, I didn't look inside. I bet you it's one mission. It doesn't make sense. It's such small pieces. Okay. In Schos, if we continue that Slacha and leave it at I apologize. Moshe Cohen. So, Avram. I'm not going to have anything to do with Avram. From the, the descendants of Avram. Not le, but from. Mizer Avram. Osur be Yisrael, umutur Of course, Klai Yisrael starts from Avram, from the Imais. Then you're Osur in, 
a Yisrael, but you mutter in a guy. By the way, just going back, because we're talking about Bnei Noyach, that there's a stop and a break. Has anybody ever heard that there might be an issue to call your kid Noyach? If there's a break, we start from Avram. We're Bnei Avram. We're not Bnei Noyach. So then why do we call our kids Noyach? What about Adam? So the Mabit says you shouldn't call Noyach and Adam. There's a machloikas in that. So yeah, I was throwing it out there. Again, not paskening. Throwing it out there. All the Noyachs and Adams are rice. Go to Rebchan Kineski, get a new name. Huh? <laughs> Rebchan Kineski is okay. Yeah, his name is... Zagdimar, who's Adam here? Adam. Okay. Says Gemara Vayigi Yishmael. Vayigi Yishmael. What about Yishmael? Yishmael, so it includes all Yishmaelim, all our cousins. No, the Torah says that we go after Yitzchak, not after Yishmael. Where's Esav? We just discovered Esav this week. Yitzchak, we like call Yitzchak. I guess he's. Yitzchak, we like call Yitzchak. It's a, no, big Yitzchak. Some of Yitzchak, not all of Yitzchak. Says the Elegant Mishnah, the official Mishnah, the Spanish, 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 Person said, I'm not going to benefit from anybody in Klaisro. So, what does he do? He lives in Ramat Chemish, all the stores are Jewish. How's he gonna how's he gonna survive? So he goes to the store, he has to pay a little bit extra. He cannot benefit from them. So he has to pay a little bit more. If he's a seller, if he owns a store, he has to sell at a loss. It's a great business. <laughs> He buys and sells just to so tagrik that he should be called a, a seller. Fine, I don't know how he survives exactly. But if he says that a Jew cannot benefit from me, then he has to sell for more expensive because he can't. So he has a store, he's overpriced. Everything he does, he's overpriced. Says the Mishnah, but at the end of the day, who's going to buy there? He's an overpriced store. Uh, nobody can benefit from him. Now, what are we talking about exactly? There's, there's three, we're going to see in a second, there's three types of merchandise. There's merchandise that's very easy to sell. There's merchandise that's very difficult to sell. And there's medium merchandise. What are we talking about over here? Sometimes it's a hana for the seller. Sometimes it's a bigger hana for the buyer. If it's something in high demand, it's better. It's, the hana goes to the buyer, not the seller. If it's in very low demand, then it's very hard for the seller to sell. So then the hana is only for him, not for the buyer. What are we talking about? And if he says it to the extreme, I have no benefit from anybody and nobody has any benefit from me, then he's stuck. Then he can't sell for too cheap because then they'll benefit from him. He can't sell for too much, then he'll benefit from them. So he's stuck. Then he has to go to the cleaning ladies in the neighborhood. I don't know what he's going to do. If he lives here in Eretz Yisrael, he's a fahak tetzaris. Omer Shmuel. Halikeach klimen uman levakroi. Listen to this, Rabbi said. This is an unbelievable sugyo. <clears throat> this happens all the time. Let's say you go to the jewelry store and you buy your wife. You want to buy your wife a piece of jewelry, a nice piece of jewelry, right? So I've done it a few times. You go to to, to jeweler. You say, give me, uh, you know, two, three necklaces. Let me Let me show them to my wife. Okay, so you take them. Now, once you take it to your wife, what are you? Are you a Shoy Mechinam? 
He, nobody's paying you to watch those necklaces. Are you showing me sachar? Maybe. I, I have to have some sort of chrayis here. Where am I a shoyal? I'm borrowing. What am I? Now, Shoyim is potter If he's on the way to, to showing it to his wife, somebody comes with a gun and they take it or anything, they, they steal it out of his car when he wasn't, he's potter. But he's potter in Einsim. If, if something out of the ordinary, but a shoyal is chayiv even in Einsim. So it's different levels. What is this guy? Yeah, it happens all the time. You never took a piece of jewelry. I mean, I haven't done it in 25, oh, how many years have I married? I did it three months after I got married. Whatever, one time. No, I'm just kidding. But to take a bunch of jewelry and bring it to your wife and show, what are you? So the Gemara says, If you do that, to check it out, show it to your wife, and you had aynas. The most severe, chayev. You are chayev. Why? The guy purchasing it, he's the one that has all the benefit, and therefore he turns into a borrower, a shayel, and he's chayev in any aynas. So how does it fit into our Mishnah? So, in order not to be too confused, let's just go to the end of the whole story. I just want to show you what, what we're going to have at the end, and we'll make it very, very simple. This is Yoshi, besides the words on the top, as you can see, it's not. What he did was, you have an Esrik depot, it says, fix the Sregim on the bottom. And these are Sregim after Sukkos. Nobody wants an Esrik after Sukkos. Right? It's very, very... So if you're stuck with a lot of Sechairah, and somebody comes and buys an esrik from you, you're the one benefiting. The guy buying from it is, uh, okay, he's going to make jelly with it. What is he going to do exactly? For zgula, so you're va- All the way to the right, and that's called al-ape. Al-ape means in Hebrew, they say al-apanim. It's my, I was taking from the Gemara, al-apanim. It's in the, it's in the, in the, in the, in the parasha, by, by Haran it says, uh, he died al-pnei aviv. Al-pnei, it's like, I don't know how to translate it in English. There's no, on his face. It's not such a, he fell on his face. al it's the worst schayra. Then you have schayra harifa. Schayra harifa is like donuts, erev, erev Hanukkah, or donuts today. That's why we got donuts today. Everybody said, I'm not joking. This is a edible, um, no, what's the, no, a prop. An edible prop. That's why, no, because I really wanted to do, I asked Yosh in the beginning, to do pizza motzi pesach. That is the char, it's by me, I don't know, I know people pay a thousand dollars for a pie of pizza, the first pie out of the oven. But then I realized, wait a minute, it's Rishchaydish today. I should have said, good Rishchaydish, Kislev. And that's when they, that's when they, they, the donuts, so we have edible prop. Here, you, you can have some. Give it a round. Why is it not good? Five minutes out of the oven, shelf life. Uh, no, no, it's in a box, it's sealed. Here, give it back to you, where it came from. I see all these donuts here. Why are they still sitting here? Nobody wants donuts? You don't want? Here, take, take, take. These guys want. Okay. So you hear, go back to the chart, please. We have the donuts, which is, we'll call that the 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 which everybody wants right now. It's in high demand. In high demand. Then you have stuff that's not in demand. Then you have the metzia. You know what the metzia is? Toilet paper, I told him to do. So he did Avi's Toilet Paper Boutique. Whatever. Now, so here, this is the whole sugya in one shot. If, if you sell an item for less than its value, who's the, who, in every single case, I don't care if it's donuts, esroigim after sukkahs, 
or toilet paper. In all cases, if you sell for less than the value, then the buyer is the one that gains. In all cases, if you sell them more than its value, who gains? The seller always gains. So the whole machloik is, the whole shayla is, if you sell it at cost. Sell at cost, shava. So it's very simple. If you sell it at cost and it's a very high demand item, it's donuts, then what? At market, thank you. At market, you sell it at market, but everybody's schlepping, everybody's running to get it. So the one that benefits is the buyer. Then he's able to hop, he's able to get in line and grab it. The seller has no benefit, because he can sell to anybody. He has unlimited amount of buyers. On the other side, if you sell it at market, at Esrig, at market, so the one that benefits here is considered the seller. He benefits at market. The only thing is, if it's the middle, if it's the toilet paper, if it's the middle one, then who benefits? At market, and you don't have that many customers, but you have some customers. Who benefits? Both. The buyer and the seller. So now let's see inside. Now that we know this, very, very passionate. If he says, I don't want to benefit from any Jew, he has to sell it for less because he can't take a profit. But he can't sell it for market. But if, it's like you're saying Shmuel, that the, the benefit is for the buyer, then even at marketplace, why does he have to go even Shavu Shavu shouldn't be allowed. He has the f- pure benefit. The buyer has benefit at market. Says the Gemara Masnisin Bizvina the Rami Alapay. This is a Havamina, not what I showed on the chart. Havamina. That what? If it's the mission is talking about that it's the worst of the worst. It's a Sregim after Sukkis. So therefore, what? So even if it's market, it's, it's, it benefits the seller. MK, Nemeresha. What about the first part of the Mishnah? Lokeach biyoser, he has to, he has the when he purchases, he should pay more. It could also be market. Why does he have to do more? It's also he also loses at 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 market. Says Gemara Vaid, Amosayfa. What about the end? She swelled enemy. I make a net that nobody could benefit from me. Lokeach bepachos umoycha biyoser, vi bezvina derami alapay. If we're talking about a case that it's Terrible stuff, terrible schayra, shreigim, afilu shava b'shava. It's still a loss for the buyer. Says the Gemara, okay, therefore we have to say, seifa, bezvina harifa. Yeah, it's a, it's a nether, yeah. Should be awesome. Says the Gemara, seifa, bezvina harifa. So now we have to switch. The ratio is alapay, terrible stuff, but the seifa is talking about Pizza after Pesach, the best stuff in the world. So the seller doesn't benefit. So if so, why do you have to say that he buys for less, even if it's market? Ella says the Gemara, Now, there's an amazing, amazing run here. That I recommend that if you have a pencil or a pen, you should mark this round down because it's a round for the entire shas. It's four lines from before it becomes wide. Says the round, Venir You have it? The Gemara When the Gemara said, we're talking about pizza. 
Inami bezvina harifa. I'm sorry, the Rome Alpay means this Rogan. Inami bezvina harifa pizza. Mede yoda. The Gemara knows. The Gemara is not silly. The Gemara knows. The Masnis and Leslie Kumtebach, you can't say it like that. Ella, so why does the Gemara say it? Ligaluye dine kabai. I think it's an amazing, amazing run. You don't really have this in Ran saying how to learn Gemara. Gemara is not a Shulchan Aruch where it gives you straight out Allah. It's like this, like this, like this. The Gemara is showing you how we arrived at a certain maskana. So the Gemara asks sometimes questions that don't make so much sense, that the answers are very easy and simple. But within the easy answer and the simple answer, we just came to this chart over here. Based on, the, on what the Gemara said, that the Zmin Kharifa, there's a Alafe, now I have new halachas that just came out from it. But not that I really believed the question and I thought that we, we're going to stick with it. But I think that Nikud is very, very important to learn Gemara. How made the Yada, the Gemara knew the Masnisan Leslie came to Achi. The Gemara knew I can't say it. So why did the Gemara say it? The Gemara knew in, its, in, in the Havimine I can't say it. To get to Halacha. Says the Gemara. What? <laughs> yeah. But you just, you, you just, the Gemara shows you how it developed these halachas, how it came to this conclusion, not just the conclusion like a Shulchan Aruch. Today's Turning of the Daft, sponsored by Yankel Cohen, the official MDY MSP. Endless Chus being able to support Limit and to finish shots with the Rebelli. I did? Okay. So I hope you put it in there. And Shmuel is talking about a really easy thing to sell. So if our mission is talking about Zvinach Metzia, so let's look at the chart again. Who benefits from a, a, a mediocre item? Nishtahi, Nishtaher, toilet paper, whatever you want to call it, everybody benefits. The seller benefits because somebody bought from him, the buyer benefits and then he has a product. And that's why the Mishnah is talking about Metzia. I've proved to Shmuel that what? That the lokeach, a guy bringing a necklace to show his wife, he turns into a shayel. Because it says, A person buys something to send to the shver's house. Really, he's trying to send to the shviger. But there's a I said this once before, a long time ago, I'll say it again. A guy wanted to send his shviger a gift, but he's a cheapskate. So he told, he went into a store, and he saw this, this antique uh, vase. They're selling like antiques over there. He says, you know, my shviger would really appreciate it. But he noticed that one was mama smashing the smithereen. Somebody knocked it over. He says, listen, do me a favor. I have a great chap. Tells this guy, the store owner, take this vase, wrap it up nicely, put a nice ribbon on it. The guy says, why? He says, trust me. Wrap, wrap it up nicely. I call to say that how much do you want for the broken thing? The guy says, broken thing. I'll give it to you for, for, for 5% of the original price. Okay, give all The guy takes the big box with the ribbon and he knocks on his figure's door. She opens the door, he walks in and he trips. He says, oh, boom. Oh, sorry, sorry. Why, why, why? I bought this beautiful thing. Let's see. So they open up the box, and there it is. Every broken piece was wrapped in a nice wrapping. <laughs> so this guy, what? <laughs> he, he buys something to, to send to the Shriger's house. Again, it's like jewelry. This makes a lot of sense even today. If they like it, if she likes it, great. I'll buy it right now. Then. And if they don't like it, Okay, whatever. 
Nensu, so if there was some sort of oinus on the way, bahalicha chayav. So this is Shmuel's halacha, that you become a shayel, so even your chayav and oinus when you're going. And this is interesting, halacha bechazara, once they decide to return it, now you turn into, you flip from a shayel into a shayma sachar and potter. Mipnei shukenoise sachar. Says the Gemara story, Ahus Hafsira, the Shaka Chamerl Zabune, Zabin. He was a middleman, he's a, he's a dealer. He took a donkey from somebody to sell. And when he was going back, something bad happened to the donkey. Rav said he has to pay. So Rav asked, why does he have to pay? He's on the way back. We just learned that on the way back, he's part of Ramayinus. He returns to the Shem Sachar. Because when you're a middleman and you give it back, on the way back, you're still a shayel. Why? We're not talking about a guy, a chassan, showing his kala a necklace. We're talking about a guy that's trying to do business. He's trying to sell the donkey. So selling the donkey, he's trying to sell it all the way to the last minute. There's no back and forth. Any given time, if somebody walks over to him and says, how much you want for your car? He'll sell it. I got to tell you the story from Rodova Kaplan that he said in my sukkah. A Maridika story. It has zero musr to it at all. He says, there's a guy that was selling a horse. He's arguing to a donkey. I want 500. I'm not going a penny less. He made a nether. I'm not going a penny less. But at the end, he's asking him to, to sell for 100. So an observer, let's call him Ruven. He sees the whole back and forth. He says, I don't understand something. You, you said you're not going to go less than 500. Why do you sell for 100? He says, why do I sell for 100? You don't see the, the, the horse is limping. It's limping. Ah, so it's not even worth 100. Yeah, no, it's not. So he runs to the buyer. He says, I don't understand. Why did you buy the horse for 100? It's worthless. It's a limping horse. He says, shaita. The horse has a nail on its foot. That's why he's limping. All I'm doing, take out the nail. So he runs back to the seller. He says, it's not a real limp. There's a nail. So the guy goes, shaita. I put the nail in there. Says, you put the nail in there. So, so it's really, so he runs back to the other guy. He goes, that nail's fake. He put the nail there so you should think that's limping. He says, idiot. I never paid him. I paid him forge, forge money. It wasn't real money. So he goes back to the other guy. He goes, it's forge money. You didn't get money. He goes, shaita. It's not even my horse. I didn't sell my horse. <laughs> and then he says, and what's the Musa Haskell? I have no idea. Okay, fine. Zuck the Mishnah. Maisa Shaya. No, the point is that, I don't know the point, but for me, it's never your fault. You, you ever notice? It's always the wife's fault. Whoever's standing next to you, it's your fault. Why do you put it over there? Shaita, it's you. Okay, fine. We have a very easy Mishnah. This Mishnah is Agadita. And it talks about a Brismila. I got to tell you that I worked, I'm not joking, you can ask Tom, I worked really, really hard yesterday for hours to get a real baby to do Brismila here. And I was in Shul. And I was fighting with a mile. You were going to do it. Yes, I was going to do a mila here because the bridge is about a mila. Baruch Hashem, I didn't do it because it's already 801 and then it would have been 825 by the time we're done. I walk over to, to a mile. I'm not going to tell you his name. Kvater. Famous mile. Yeah, Kvater. I walk over and I said, listen, you got to do it. He says, I can't do it for you. I can't do it for you. It's a bizarre for the bris. So I said, but I need tomorrow. It's the sugi. He says, I'm not doing it. It's mamash, a bizarre, bizarre. So then I said, listen, I told him the whole thing. I said, you're missing an opportunity here. We could do it. It'll be great. People say, look, the share from sugar. They brought a baby in. And more people come to the share. Back, forth, forth, back. Finally, I'm not joking. My chavrusas is watching this whole thing. 20 minutes. I have him convinced. He says, yeah, but I don't have any brisim tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> After the whole thing. <laughs> Zuck the Mishnah. 
<laughs> he knew you just slapping me around for 20 minutes <laughs> and he, he gave me a to say his name but I said I'm not going to say your name you know they call they call him Arelim it's a, it's a way to call him she says I'm not going to benefit from any oral because when you say oral you don't mean somebody doesn't literally physically doesn't have brismila you mean a guy and even if he's an Arab that has a Mila, he's Osir, the Nedrus Chalanim, he's called an Oral. Ah, Lemaisi doesn't have Arla. It doesn't matter. Fine. Says, so, so what? So he's not allowed to benefit from the guy. There's a, uh, okay, I know it's late. Fine, we won't say this joke. I'll say it real quickly, real quickly. Erev Shabbos, the Gav Shabbos, many has to go already. There was a Shvigir coming to Israel. She said, listen, I need a taxi. Get me a taxi, but make sure it's only a Jewish driver. Only Jewish driver. So the guy, the guy thinks, he says, his best driver is an Arab. So that can look for another driver. He tells the Arab, Muhammad, you're going to drive my Shvigir, but you have to wear a yarmulke. <laughs> so he wears a yarmulke. So after this, he drives around. He says, no, Shvigir, how was it? He says, he's an amazing driver. Not only that, he's a big Talmud Chacham. This is the message. You didn't get it? Okay, great. Think about it. It's funny. You don't like it? Yeah, okay, thank you. Saying these big Mavinim. I don't think anyone got It's not a joke. It's the fact. The fact is that when you hear from the Shvigir that somebody's a Tamil Chachim, not who's the Maven? Even on the Arab, she'd say a Tamil Chachim. Fine. Oh, now. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. But if he says, I'm not going to benefit from anybody that has a Mila, then he's also in all those who have, even a Jew that doesn't have a Mila, he's considered a Mahul. Right? It's the same thing. A Aral is all Goyim, a Mahul is all Yidin, it doesn't matter whether he has or not. And if a, a guy has a Mila, he's Mutter, the Neder is Nachal, because he's not considered a Mahul. Oh, another pasuk. He's a oral. Says the Ran. Why do I need another pasuk? Because I would think maybe he's talking about the the oral of the heart. Literally, the heart. No, we're talking about a oral azir. He's talking about his breast. And I have a third pasuk. Why do I need a third pasuk? Because now I'm talking about an entire nation. Not just Goliath. Goliath, maybe Taka was an Aral. But you can't say that all Plishtim are Aralim. Because there are those who are born with a Brismila. You're born with it. So how can you call the entire nation Aralim? Elamai, even though he's born with a Brismila, he's considered Aral. It's a terrible thing because Rishayim were... Uh, what's, the, what's the word in Zgano in English? In the parish of Mila, it says the word bris 13 times. You, you push off Shabbos and do Mila, so you see how important Mila is. Real quickly, the Bach says, Why is the Mishnah being Bayrach? And the Tur, who brings this halach of Mila, brings this entire Mishnah word for word, but the Tur is a is a, it's a, a safer of halacha, not a safer of Musr and Agatha. So why is it in there? All these things. Says the Bach to teach us that the bris, you have to be shoymer, your bris, your entire life. That's the point. It's not just a one and done. There's, there's arayas, there's all sorts of halachas that have to do with the bris, that that's what the mission is coming to say. This is the Bach saying it. 
When Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do a bris to his son Eliezer, nothing was able to spear him. He was almost going to die from it. If a person has tzeras on his bris milah, then it pushes it off. You cut off the tzeras, even though it's the Issa to cut off tzeras. He had to do a bris milah to be considered whole. And you say this at a bris, right? Without a bris, wouldn't create the world. All nature and everything, I wouldn't do it without a bris. Rabbis have a wonderful Shabbos. Shir Motzi Shabbos, 7.30, 7.30. Keep in mind the new time. Mazel Tov, Rabbi Yehuda. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos.